This is Mental Health and You with WCPA. We're your hosts, Taylor Kennedy, Caitlin Schaefer, and Jacqueline Simplecamp. Our podcast covers mental health topics for you. From us, licensed mental health professionals. Let's get to this week's episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Mental Health and You. Y'all, I cannot believe it's August. Seriously. How did summer went by so fast? Like, where did it go? I don't know. It's seriously crazy. <laughs> okay. So this week, I really need us to use this space to figure out how I feel about this whole color coding of tasks. Have either of you guys ever heard of color coded tasks or color coding your task? Yeah. Okay. So I can't lie, guys. I have ADHD. I was diagnosed when I was in like high school. And I actually started using color coded tasks in college to help me stay organized. And it was a game changer for me, especially when I was writing like huge research papers or I had a lot of the assignments for one class I was working on. I don't know. I still use it now too for work and home life stuff. I love it personally. I don't think I've heard of color coded tasks per se, but it sounds like a really cool organizational thing. And now that you are kind of talking about what you have used it for, Caitlin, I think maybe I have. I just didn't know what it was called. So tell us more. What is it? I mean, pretty much it's taking your responsibilities or someone's responsibilities and organizing them through using colors. So it's using color with the goal of enhancing success and completing said tasks, right? Or increasing motivation and success in your responsibilities. Honestly, I have used this strategy more so with clients, especially children, than I have with myself. But I started trying to challenge myself to apply it to my life. And because I feel like I have so much going on. Mm-hmm. And so whenever this suggestion was given to me, I was like, that would be a really nice way to just break down like my work life from my home life and my weddings that we have this summer or travel plans. And then the ongoing to-do list as well. But yeah, no, I had never applied it to my own life until recently when I color-coded my calendar and fell in love, which is why I wanted us to talk about it. Yeah, it really does. It helps with organization. And I agree. It's something that I feel like we can use personally as adults and also with our clients. It's something that's really good. I don't know. For me, I'm such a visual person too, that it makes sometimes like those overwhelming tasks more approachable, if that makes sense. No, I agree. And I think that's really cool. This concept kind of reminds me of bullet journaling or something, except Mm -hmm. it sounds way less intimidating because I'm sure we've all seen those like crazy (laughs) bullet journals online. You're like, how could I ever do that? But I try to think of creative ways of journaling or keeping track of goals and um, goals and tasks. And this honestly could be what I've been looking for as a resource for my clients too. And really like also for myself. So What's like an example of how you could use color-coded tasks and how would you go about doing it? Okay, so it can be applied differently, right? So let's, first example, like let's take color-coded tasks and apply them to children. Because like I pretty much had used it prior to recently with young children um, and clients and have had success, especially with the younger ones in the school setting or at home, like when we're talking about chores. So for example... You know, you might sit down with a student or child and you want to break down the daily responsibilities based on how much choice they have, let's say, in completing said task. So there's going to be some things in the day, right, that they have to do. It's a must, right? Others that they may have some choice in. And then finally, your third area, which is you have complete freedom in how you participate or if you participate at all. Say recess or I don't know what you do outside. So 
in red, you help them break down. Okay, these are the things that I have to do. I have to make safe choices. I have to show respect for the adults. I have to listen when my teacher or parent is talking. I, you know, those kinds of things. I have to use, I have to complete my schoolwork, let's say, right? Let's use orange to represent the things that they have some choice in. So maybe during class meetings or family dinner, they can choose if they want to sit or if they want to stand, right? So they have some choice in how they participate, but it's still kind of a requirement. And then finally, you know, you have a third color, let's call it green. That's recess or lunch, let's say, or I don't know what cookie they choose for dessert, where they have complete choice over what they eat, where they play, what they do. Does that make sense? I think that's really cool because it reminds me of creating neural pathways in the brain and like an association because you're saying, okay, this color means I have this much control or this much choice. And these are the tasks that fall under that. And I think that's really good for expectations and stuff too. Right. It like sets them up for success and shows them that they have a choice. Like they do have choice in their day, even when it seems super like structured and routine. No, that's cool. And I think it helps kind of remind kids that they do have a choice, even in ways where they may not have expected entirely. So as you're talking, I'm just reminded, I think we do see a lot of color coding in classrooms and on behavior charts. And um, when I learned that we were going to do this topic, I looked some things up. And Mm -hmm. believe it or not, color coding is actually good for executive functioning. So think about kids with ADHD who have trouble with executive functioning. Using a color-coded system can actually help with them learn organizational skills and it helps them to categorize tasks, therefore breaking them down in a way where the info can be processed easier. Using a color-coded system can even help us help our kids track where a piece of information came from. I saw an idea where a student wrote their notes at school in blue ink and did their homework in black ink so that when they went to look back at it later, they know where that particular information came from. And then it could be used to know where to look for it or who to ask for, for questions and so on. Color coding is actually really cool and can be implemented in so many ways. Jacqueline, that's spot on. And I right away am thinking of a lot of people and clients who would benefit from that, you know, using black ink versus blue ink for things. It's a great example of what we're talking about here. And for children who have trouble staying organized, I think this idea of color coding, it really not only helps with organization, but it can also lead to reduced anxiety and increased self-esteem, right? I found that when children struggle with executive functioning, they can become anxious, right? About task completion or just keeping up with things. So this in turn can kind of improve their self-esteem if they're feeling better about these other things. So for example, if let's say Mikey, Mikey's backpack and desk are always going to be super unorganized, right? So he is a lot more likely to lose his homework sheets. And if he loses his homework sheets, then he can't turn them in. So after several times of him not turning in his homework, his teacher's more than likely going to start having conversations with Mikey and his parents expressing concern. So at times, someone may even say something about his struggles in the classroom or at home, you know, in front of peers or other family members. And then Mike is probably going to become a little embarrassed, right? Or he's going to be upset about looking like, quote unquote, like bad in front of other people. So really, this kind of strategy can really have kind of this positive ripple effect for kids. It's something that I've seen a lot with clients. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Well, yeah, I think so, too, because... Color coding really opens up options for kids who learn differently or need to study information differently or who need to be organized differently. 
And I think about teachers and instead of having to teach information, for example, in five different ways, they can use color coding and it can help students learn the same material, but in a different way that's individualized for them. And this goes for parents too. If kids learn this concept early, they can take it with them throughout high school, college, and into adulthood. And so now thinking about it, in grad school, I actually used to write all of my tasks on different color post-it notes, and I put them up on my wall so I could see them. Mm -hmm. And then I would cross off the tasks and finally remove that sticky note once I was done. And so for me, even just putting this information into more of a visual and interactive format was helpful in making my list not feel as overwhelming. Oh, yeah, I can see how that would be extremely helpful and gratifying, like when you get to cross it off or Mm -hmm. like pull the sticky note off. I also think there are a lot of mental health reasons why color coding our calendars or to-do lists could be helpful, which is why I tried it. I needed to find a way to prioritize like my appointments and responsibilities for my day and my week in a way that was easy to understand at a glance. Like I knew what was happening that day, like my most important things, my clients, my doctor's appointments, dinners, those kinds of things. But I also was able to see like a larger picture without it being too distracting and looking like a bunch of words crammed into my week that just leave me feeling overwhelmed. Like you said, like these lists and when it doesn't look visually appealing, it's like, that's a lot of words. And that means that's a lot of stuff, which what do I do with it? Exactly. I think that ability to differentiate or easily identify tasks is one of the main things that people find helpful with color coding calendars or to-do lists. One of the struggles with a typical calendar list is that it is all read the same, right? It all looks equal. And we live in such a visually stimulating society. So I think many times I find that just neutral lists, you know, there's black and white or plain colored can be super unappealing, right? And usually end up not even being used. So for a lot of kids, bringing color into these things can visually motivate them and keep them interested. And when you mention calendars, of course, it helps kids. But I'm even thinking about for adults in the workplace, because Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have worked in places where you use like an Outlook calendar or something, Mm -hmm. and you can categorize what types of appointments or types of events or meetings have a certain color to them. Yeah, And I think that's even helpful for us to just take a glance and be like, this is what I have going on today. And you don't need to totally like read everything in detail. Like you can just glance and kind of know. Right. It's not just like a whole bunch of jumbled up words in writing. You know what I mean? And that feels super discouraging versus if I see something in color, I almost feel encouraged or I don't know, maybe it's more positive as I look at it. Yeah. And it gives that separation because if everything is again, jumbled together, like you said, it can be daunting and it can like blend together too. So I think by having some separation of tasks and using color, it makes it just so much easier for the brain to digest, which then relates to hopefully lower stress and anxiety too. Crazy that color does so much for our mental health, like that visual aspect. um, We're really impacted by it. I think like you guys have talked about, color coding just adds a visual component to tasks, which I think makes completing tasks just a more functional process in general. And I like how you guys have mentioned using color to indicate how important a task is or when it could get done prioritizing because it teaches us how to strengthen time management too. I also think that color coding allows us to see the journey we've made. It's not always about everything we got done, but also what it feels like to complete a smaller task in order to work towards the goal, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. I think a lot of times as you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, that's a big deal. You know, I think like a big goal can seem so overwhelming to mm-hmm. be able to break it down a little bit and have some visual like support in that, I guess, is yeah. a really good thing for adults and kids. And then to add to that, I think color coding can allow a bit of creative expression into our day, which a lot of us probably don't get day to day and can be really appealing and helpful. Did Okay. Did you know that? Okay. Well, I didn't know this, but maybe I'll did. When I was looking into this, people pick these colors like for a variety of reasons, right? Like mm-hmm. I was just picking colors based on like what color scheme I thought looked good mm-hmm. and the colors I had available. But no, like when I was looking into this and wanting to motivate myself to do it, I found so many different ways that you can color code your tasks and like some people pick colors according to chakras. Some do it kind of like we mentioned, like the urgency of the task. And most commonly, I still find myself just doing colors based on like how I feel they register in the brain for me um, and how they're received, if that makes sense. Like I swear, McDonald's picked their colors, red and yellow, because it made people hungry or they thought of food when they saw them. And now, I don't know, I find myself like, oh, what color? this much to some extent like what motivation do I need and what color will match it yeah it's like I guess what you know that color association like what does a certain color how does that make us feel right like how does that register for me sorry yeah thank you yeah no teamwork (laughs) but yeah you know I think okay but like red and yellow are great examples because outside of maybe making people hungry it's also like red is usually like a bold color right and sometimes it's associated with like more negative kind of feelings think of like teachers used to use red to grade papers or like a red stop sign or just different things like that and then like yellow you know i think of like a highlighter right people you highlight things all the time in yellow and that's just another way to grab attention and associate your brain with this needs my attention right In addition, I almost feel like going through and color coding my calendar and my to-do list helps me to gain awareness for my day and my week as a whole, which helps me in a whole different way because it kind of allows me to set the tone for my week as feeling prepared, if that makes sense. Like it takes time to prioritize going through the week in advance and color coding it. And then once I've done that, I feel far more prepared than showing up Monday at work and trying to figure out what all I need to, you know, get done in that day and that week. Yeah. And just that feeling of preparedness kind of goes along with setting up a routine for ourselves too. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about all of this is how it can be so personalized and really fit into your life the way that you need it to. There's just truly so many different ways to utilize color when laying out responsibilities for yourself or someone else in order to improve positive outcomes. There are Some people that even use colors to break down their week and day into subcategories, I am not on that level at all yet. I think I would get lost in the rainbow, but I might get there one day. Yeah. And as we're talking here, it just kind of came to my mind of people maybe who are colorblind. Yeah. And so I think just acknowledging that and maybe even utilizing symbols or some other kind of identification for people maybe who have trouble using like color association with things, that would just be another strategy in place of this for a situation like that. That's a really Um, good point. Like pen versus marker, like the thickness mm -hmm. or even just like boxing, starring, Mm -hmm. underlining. That's a really good point. 
Yeah. In general, there's really no right or wrong way necessarily to color code tasks. The goal is really to do what works best to help gain your attention and help you feel prepared and really just increase your motivation. Absolutely. It's truly just a tool that some find helpful and we hope that some of you listeners find helpful um, in gaining awareness for your week and monthly responsibilities or even yearly. And we can, you know, use this strategy to increase participation and positive behaviors with children in the classroom or at home as well. But I would challenge everyone, you know, try it out for yourselves. Outline your week. See if this is something that works for you and your family. My mom used, like, I didn't realize it's probably cutting done, but me and my sisters, we each had a color. And she would write like our chores for the day, but also like whatever sports practice we had or camp and that kind of stuff that we had to attend. And so it was really easy for me to see, okay, this is what I have today. This is what my sister has, what my other sister has. And this is where my mom or dad is. But it was based on color. Like that drew my attention. It was like, I knew I was blue, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that was probably helpful for you and your sisters, but also for your mom to stay organized and who's doing this and who needs to be where. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it really is. It's such a helpful strategy for individuals, but also, you know, families and groups of people. It is super helpful. And I think it's good to keep in mind that this may sound like a lot of work on the front end in terms of getting your system set up, but it's one of those things where once you do, it can be really simple to maintain and it has so many benefits like we've mentioned. Plus, you can always make adjustments as you go too. Remember that this color coding is for you and it can be flexible based on what you need and what works for you best. Yeah, definitely not set in stone. I almost find it fun though. It's relaxing and calming for me to color. It's already something I enjoy. So taking the time to color code, I have found surprisingly fun yet productive. And, you know, I feel like this episode, we truly are just using this platform to provide y'all with strategies to improve your daily living and benefit your mental health at the same time. Yeah, I really love this topic, especially, you know, since I've found that it's something that I both personally and professionally have found helpful and have just a lot of clients lately that have been expressing feeling good about this. So yeah, I agree, Taylor. I'm grateful we have this space to share unique strategies to support mental health. And speaking of grateful, I also have been feeling really grateful for our listeners lately. Mm -hmm. So a big thank you to all of you guys who have joined us this week. Oh, me too. I'm glad you added that in. (laughs) So again, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any thoughts or questions about this topic, please message us on Instagram at mentalhealthinyou. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.